Hey neighbors, welcome back to the Flower House. I'm your host Tamara, and I'm here with a special guest. Just kidding. It's, it's just Christina. <laughs> hey, I'm not a special guest. No, you're a part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of wanted to be a special guest. It made me feel special for a minute. Oh, okay. And I'm here with a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? <gasps> yeah. I'm Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're dumb, right. guys. Yeah. It's, it's late. It, you've officially gotten past 12 Tamara and Christina and um, and they're probably saying like they say it's late every time but it's true it is, it is late true. every time it's <laughs> always late it's always late and I mean you're getting the best parts of our personalities though because honestly this is this is us at our funniest so you probably don't if you don't think we're funny now you won't think we're funny in the middle of the day um, oh yeah Oof. that's a guarantee but I, I I personally think that I'm I'm close to being a comedian like give me a couple years of practice and i might do stand-up yeah we'll wait for your netflix special to come out youtube special i don't know if i want to take it that seriously where i end up (laughs) on netflix or anything (laughs) okay that'll work all right so tamara today we're gonna be talking about something that you know all about so you can share with us everything about it we are gonna be talking about self-love Oh, see, I don't know that I know everything about it. Oh, okay. So what is self-love to you? Self-love to me is prioritizing me over people that may be temporary. Okay. things that are temporary. Um, And that, I guess that could sound pretty ominous. But I say that because you don't always... You can still love yourself, but you don't always prioritize yourself over, say, your family. Now, there are certain situations where you'd prioritize yourself over family, but you don't always prioritize yourself over family, over, over your friends and just different things like that. But, you know, different people. But if someone is hurting you, you have to love yourself enough to say, I am more important than them to me. That doesn't mean that you're more important in the grand scheme of things, but if they're hurting you, you have to love yourself enough to say, I'm letting go. Yeah, that's that's true. Self-love is loving yourself enough to know that no one is worth your peace. Yeah. You know, now that you like talk about it, maybe you aren't like the expert in self-love because we talked in the past about how you have a hard time setting boundaries. And I feel like setting healthy boundaries goes with self-love. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. And it's kind of like a state of appreciation for yourself. Like you appreciate yourself. You're not settling for less than you deserve. You know, a big one that I know I have issues with is like forgiving yourself when you're not being nice to yourself, it's really easy to be hard to yourself and judge yourself. It is. And I know it. I've said this before, but like, I don't need someone to tell me when I've made a mistake. I don't need someone to throw my face. Like, wow. You know that I know, I promise you 
I've now I've said this before. I will stay up at night and I know about it and I know I don't I won't stop thinking about it. I don't need someone to tell me. And I think a lot of people are also like that. I can guarantee you that person over there does not need you to tell him how he messed up something. I'm sure he thinks about it too. Exactly. We all just well, most people that aren't what is the word? There's a there's a medical term for it. I don't think it's narcissistic. Most people that are self aware know that they did something wrong before you, even if you don't tell them. Right. Um, Because that's a certain level of, hey, I'm aware of how I'm affecting this situation and how people perceive me. And I don't know where I was going with that, but I I do know what you mean, um, where you don't have to tell someone that they did something wrong. But sometimes it's okay to pull somebody aside and say, hey, you know, this made me feel this way. Or maybe you did this that way. And that could make that person feel like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's just, it's thinking things through. Yeah. Let me, let me back up. You are so right. Especially in relationships, because the other person does not think how you think. And you have right. to remember that. And we're not talking about relationships, but this kind of goes with self-love too. Is like, you do have to take time to tell like somebody else, Hey, you know what you said really hurt me. And they might, I have found, they might not have, ever meant to hurt you they just said it and they're like okay I won't do that again I didn't realize like it came off that way so you're right right and in arguments and things like that where you're you're feeling your emotions and you're upset and you're you know you're doing all these things and once again this isn't an episode on relationships but you don't like the person isn't thinking the same way that you're thinking. So what you've experienced, so to you, they've done something, but to them, you've done something. And so you really have to take into consideration, hey, they're perceiving this differently. Right. But yeah, this is an episode on relationships, but (laughs) just know that you're not the only one in the situation. Right. So yeah, self-love, basically appreciating yourself, prioritizing yourself. So Tamara, why do you think self-love is important to a person like as a whole? Like, why do you think it's important to you? Self-love is just, it's so important to your mental health, to your, your lifespan, to just so many different things. If you don't, if you don't love yourself, you end up in the wrong situations or on the wrong people. People can get you into things just because you weren't, you didn't love yourself enough to say, no, I won't allow you access to me. And it's, it's really important to protect your energy as much as you can. Right. I don't know if that answered your question. No, but... I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. I think that's all very important. And I think that kind of reflects like, why is self-love important? And I, I have to agree. It's, I, it's kind of tormenting to not have any kind of self-love for yourself. You know, it'll put you in really bad situations if you don't appreciate yourself and it can just really eat you up. (laughs) It can. It's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to love yourself. You have to listen to yourself. You have to be nice to yourself because when you're not, oof, you're in a really dark mental space. And I, I am not nice to myself very often. And you know this. You yes. will catch me say all the time, like, I'm so dumb. I can't believe I, or I'm stupid. I can't believe I did this. And you will actually, very recently, I will share, 
do you remember when we were talking the other day and I said something about how I didn't patch the walls in the house right? And I was like, you know what? They look really messed up, but it's like, whatever, you know, you know, I didn't do a good job or or something. And you said, you said, Christina, you're not a carpenter. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're like, you're being too hard on yourself. And then it made me realize like, she's right. I'm not a carpenter. Like, why do I think that it has to be perfect? So when I was painting my back doors and I got paint on like a spot that wasn't supposed to be painted, I started to like be mad at myself again. Like, how could you do this? And then I told myself like, I'm not a painter. Like, exactly. It's okay. Like, I'm not a professional, but like, you know, like I painted them. They look great. Yeah. I made some mistakes. It's fine. You know, I learned from next time. Exactly. And if it happens again next time, well, that just means I'm not good at painting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But you can improve, you know, and it's and it's OK. But I think I, I do think it's, it's so important to love yourself because it really sets the tone. Like how you treat you sets the tone on how you allow people to treat. You. Right. And that's so important. Because so often I, I see I see my friends, I see my family, I see just different people in relationships. And it's like, I just wish you loved yourself more. Because if you don't love yourself, then you you look for that validation from other people. And you end up in situations or relationships where you're not valued, but you're abused. Right, right. It's like... I'm a diamond. Why are you hitting me with a hammer? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. if, if you love yourself as a diamond, then you won't be treated like cubic zirconium, you know? So it's kind of like that saying, oh, how does it go? Like, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect other people to love you the right way or something like that? Or as J. Cole said, love yourself or nobody will. Something like that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I know. One day, maybe on the podcast, we can have a list of all these like pop references. I all these people you can be like, okay, this is a flashcard. This is who the person is. This is what they're known for. Moving on, like next person. <laughs> that is that is very. We need to do that and it's just like a rundown of everybody. And we're like, all right, here's. And let's get you caught up. And then I'm going to use one of them, like, as a reference. And you're like, oh, they're, they're not, like, trending anymore, Christina. Like, they're, like, a nobody. And I'm going to be like, I just learned about them. <laughs> like, you can't do this to me. <laughs> you just taught me this two weeks ago. Yeah, well, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I sound like such an old woman. I'm not that old. I just never have been interested in celebrities or, like, you know, pop music. culture or anything. I love oh. music. It's just not. Disney. <laughs> just not. Okay, moving on. So what do you think are some things that we do? We, we kind of already talked about this a little bit, but what do you think are some more things like we do that damage our self-love that we do to ourselves? Personally or yeah. in general? I think a lot of people know in general. So like personally, what do you do that you think damages your self-love? You, you want to get to know me. Yeah. Did you pay for dinner? No. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even buy me a drink. Oh my God. Um, And you want to get to know me. What's the conversation? (laughs) Sorry, I'm weird, guys. Um, So what are some things that I do that damage my self-love? Sometimes I don't set boundaries. 
Um, but I've, I've gotten a lot better at that. I've gotten a lot better at like, I used to be a lot. I actually used to be really good at like setting expectations with people. And I, I kind of miss that. I miss that part of me where I would be like, hi. Yeah. So I have, um, I have seven open positions right now and you can be a regular friend. You can be a, a male best friend. Um, I'm looking for another friend to fill this position, that position. I need somebody to hang out with on Tuesdays. Like, you know, I used to be very, like, structured in how I, you know, would set rela- um, relationships with people. And, you know, then that kind of, like, took out the anxiety where I would, like, with my male friends, like, up front, I would always just be like, hey, yeah, I'm not interested in you. I just want friends. I'm not concerned at all. And, you know, I was like, if it hurts their feelings, it hurts their feelings. And I would let them know what it was about them that made them perpetually in the friend zone. I'm like, and this is why you'll never exit, Um, (laughs) which is is terrible because it's like I didn't take their feelings into account at all. Um, It's harsh, but I do think that having some kind of expectations, like laying out straight ahead of time can save a lot of heartache in the future. It does. And it's... it saves a lot of heartache. It saves a lot of anxiety. It's just like, oh my God, is he in love with me? Like, I'm going to have to tell him that, I'm like, you know, or, you know, you just kind of like start reading into stuff or you just like, it just can be like, oh, does she think that we're closer friends than we are? And, you know, it just kind of goes around and around. And, but if you can set expectations, you know, ahead of time, then it's it's a lot better. You save a lot of time. And, you know, and I think that's one thing that I could get back to a little bit and, like, consider emotions just a bit better. Maybe not tell him, hey, I'm, I'm not interested in you because I don't like the way that your index finger looks. Like, you know, <laughs> that's not something I've said to somebody. Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying, you know, like, literally things that they can't change well i mean i think to a degree like you don't want to be mean like telling someone like hey i'm just looking for friendship like laying it out first is fine i think some things i do that like damages my self-love is i've already mentioned this but like talking bad about yourself Mm -hmm. that's definitely one thing that i do a lot (laughs) and i'm trying to do better about that because I don't want my son to pick that up. Also, like, not second-guessing myself. I have this terrible habit of self-guessing myself. Even if I know I did something, I have to double, sometimes triple-check to make sure I did it because I'm paranoid that I didn't do it. Like, let's say I locked the front door. I know I locked the front door. But if the mister says, hey, did you lock the front door? Simple question. I could be like, yeah. But for some reason, something clicks in my mind and I'm like, did you lock the front door? You probably didn't lock the front door. You always forget to lock the front door. You definitely didn't lock the front door. You're not that responsible. (laughs) So I will get up and check. And then if I'm going to bed, I might check a third time just to make sure. But it's like little things like that. Like I need to trust myself more, um, be nice to myself. And you know this about me, but be true to yourself. Yes. Because for the longest time, I was like, 
I didn't admit that my favorite color was pink because someone told me it was something really girly and a stupid color. Okay, I knew I wasn't crazy. I was like, her favorite color wasn't always pink. No. It used to be blue. Like, was it blue or green? It's funny because some people would say it was red. (laughs) Red? I kind of liked all the colors for a while, but pink. Yeah, but you... Yeah, but I was like... Like, I was like, pink is recent. Like, it hasn't been, like, pink the, her whole life. Oh, um, secretly it has. <laughs> <laughs> secretly it has. I'm secretly, to- I've always loved pink. But someone told me when I was a kid that it was a really, it was someone close to me that was a really girly color and it was stupid when I told them I liked it. And that, like, impacted very much I'm like well then I don't like no I don't like pink no way like no but I secretly always like pink and now I'm like you know what no oh okay no I feel like I feel like he might have said something like that no it wasn't my brother (laughs) if he's listening to this (laughs) I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus but like you know that that like definitely impacted the way it no Your brother has said a lot of things. He didn't say that, though. (laughs) (laughs) But it impacted the way, like, I felt about my favorite color. And, you know, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, why did I let that? Like, I didn't, I wasn't true to myself. And so I'm like, yeah, I like pink. Maybe, maybe people think it's a girly color. Oh, well, I like girly things. Girl, it's fine. I know. If you're a boy and you like a girly color, it's fine. Men look great in pink. It has to do with your skin tone and, like, your undertones and stuff. So, like, not everybody looks great in pink. But men have the capability of looking great in pink just like women do. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And my son, he likes pink. But he also says, like, mommy's favorite color is pink. He says it, like, maybe once a day now. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he likes pink, too. I mean, he looks great in pink. But I'm just saying, like, being true to yourself. This isn't about pink. But, you know. That's another yeah. thing that I've been working on more recently is like, you know, this is what I like and I'm not going to hide it. I like anime. I'm going to throw that out there. That was one of the things. And I remember, I remember being in college and I was in a, I was in a room with a lot of people that I thought were smarter than they were. You know how like you like meet people and you're like, oh, this person is like, elite like they are like top one percent intelligence like i don't want these people to think i'm weird and yeah. you know and then just to find out that they're normal people but <laughs> now you can't go back and be normal you just have to be elite now and now you're just like the elite one anyways um i remember um them being like what are you doing in your free time and i was like i know and they're like you don't read anything or anything and i just I was so like set on being normal that I was just like, oh yeah, like I don't read at all. Like knowing good and well that like I will sit down and and like read manga. <laughs> Not that that's books, but you know, I would read manga like to the point where I could translate some things. <laughs> But I just didn't want them to think I was weird for liking, like, anime and things like that. And the sad thing is, I don't think, I don't think I've read manga since, like, around that time. I was just Aww. like, all right, well, this is just, like, something I don't do. It's fine. This is the new version of me. Oh, 
and it, it worked out where I like now I read like intelligent books. Um, <laughs> boring. <know>? Boring. <laughs> like I'll read like a book on like, oh, how to taxes or something. <laughs> it's him when you picture of her books and I'm <laughs> over here like, and anybody who knows me, I read just fantasy books. So she'll send me a picture and I'm over here looking at I'm like, oh, okay, have fun with that. (laughs) (laughs) I need a drink. (laughs) But, you know, it it turned out better, um, I guess. I guess we want to call it better. I've learned a lot from it. But it is, it's important to just be like, hey, yeah, I like this. Because then you find out, like, people are like, oh, you're really cool. Like, now that I don't, like, watch anime or anything, like, everybody freaking watches anime and it's like so irritating it's funny how it kind of worked out that way right right it's like it's like all right well i was just ahead of my time you guys are lame now (laughs) yeah like i remember and it's funny i said i'm not true to myself but when it comes to video games and anime that was one thing i stayed true to myself i remember my friends making fun of me for liking manga they made fun of me for liking to draw they made fun of me for liking video games like, girl, liking video games back then wasn't as common as it is now. I just remember how much fun I was, like, made for it. And now, like, if girls play video games, it's, like, it's cool, you know? Now it's sought after. Now it's, like, I want a girl that plays video games. It's, like, no, dude, you don't. <laughs> You're over here, like, nah. <laughs> But, like, now it's, like, it's not weird to like anime. Anime is, like, really common now. And... When I was growing up, it, it wasn't, but that was something I always say true to myself, even though I got teased for it very much. So I was like, well, this brings me happiness and joy. So I'm just going to take another dose of it. <laughs> Drugs, give me them now. It's like, leave me alone with my, my, my animes and my, my video games. <laughs> so <laughs> moving on, um, last thing I want to talk about is Real quick, what ways do you think that we could practice self-love? Be careful who you let around you if people aren't, I don't want to say if people aren't serving you, but if people are hurting you, let them go. And another thing, a way to improve your self-love, just maybe make a list of all the things that you love about yourself. I like that one. And, and say, hey, you know, I like my nose. You've got a pretty nose in the mirror. Or, hey, I like my butt. You've got a great butt. You know, just remind yourself what you love about yourself. And you say, hey, you know, you might not be great at math, but nobody can read faster than you. You know, so just remind yourself why you love yourself. So -hmm. when you go out in the world and people are people, you can say, I don't need you to love me. Mm -hmm. I am home for me. I like that. I am home for me. I think that's all great advice. Something else I want to add is like practicing good self-care. Getting a good proper sleep makes a world of difference. And I know it does for you too. (laughs) (laughs) Or yeah, like a nice shower or I don't want to say a shower is self-care. It's like more of like hygienic, you know, but like more like, yeah, like a bath maybe. I don't know. Yeah, baths work. Like making room for healthy habits. Yes. Something I started doing with curls recently is I'll, I'll, he'll sit with me and we'll say things like, I am smart. I make great decisions. 
<laughs> Newsflash, he's three. He does not make good decisions. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but he has this thing now where he likes to say, I have a good idea. And I don't want to crush it. It is like the cutest, sweetest. I love it. And I'm like, tell me your great idea, baby. And he'll tell me like, you know, but he's like a problem solver. This is where it starts. So I'm trying to nourish it. Right. Even if it's an idea that I'm like, wow, you really thought about like all the ways like we could make this work. It's pretty incredible for a three-year-old, honestly. But, or maybe (laughs) I just think it is because it's my son. But so I'll say, I have great ideas. I am smart. I am kind. And he'll like repeat after me. Why do I feel like you, you took this from the help? It is it is from the help, but I've seen I didn't actually like think about the help when I, we started doing it. Okay, because I feel like you started this when he was like first born, first born. <laughs> but instead of being like I am, he was like I is kind. Oh, <laughs> yes, that is in the movie, isn't it? Um, I don't believe know. it or not, I have seen that movie. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I didn't take it from that movie necessarily. I think I saw like another video of a mom doing it with her child. Aww. And it just really touched me. And I'm like, I love that. We're going to start doing that. And I just want to nourish that and make him feel like. Do you tell him he's talented? <laughs> you tell him that enough. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's going to start calling me TT if I say that. <laughs> talented (laughs) yeah that's some ways we can practice self-love good self-care setting boundaries healthy habits um letting toxic people go go. (laughs) let's move on to the good news minute i think we can wrap this up i'll go ahead and share this one so there's a six-year-old boy who wrote letters on behalf of a foster dog and they are so so cute so it's a set, uh, well, he just turned seven. He was six at the time, I believe. Um, and his name's Roman Duncan. Uh, and roll, but go ahead. <laughs> he like bonded with the pit bull mix. Wait. wait, 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 wait. His last name is Duncan, and his parents didn't name him Munchkin or Donut. Donut. No one's going to name their kid Donut. <laughs> I'm just saying. Duncan Donuts? Come on. No. Duncan Munchkins? Oh, my gosh. All right, go ahead. Him and his family were fostering a dog over the holidays um, in their home. And, you know, they're giving her a temporary home. And they really bonded with Maggie. That was her name. And she stayed there until she was old enough to be adopted. And they just had such a great time with the dog that he wrote letters for her future adopters dealing like detailing all the reasons she's the best dog that they could ever have and it's just the cute things like she's cute she's potty trained we love maggie i hope you do too and it's just so sweet and he put those very important that she's potty trained i'm glad (laughs) you listed that like now they know they don't have to put potty pads everywhere you know yeah i mean that's yeah <laughs> but he slipped the notes and like some photos of her that he drew in her paperwork um for her trip to like new york i think she was in louisiana with them but oh. but they found when they opened up her file um the rescue team they saw all the notes and the drawings and they were like so touched because you know that's hard for 
foster animals. I mean, can you imagine? And foster children, like foster anything, um, going to like family and family, you know, and you're trying to find like that perfect home. I think people like that who are so sweet to like open up their home, even if it's temporarily to foster, like that's such a sweet thing. And it's very apparent that he loved the dog very much and he wanted to make sure she found the perfect family. That is so cute. I just think the whole thing is like so wholesome. I feel like a lot of times we share like either either wholesome stories or like this just happened and it's going to make an impact. <laughs> like, and that's what good news is, is honestly telling you what you might not have heard about. But, you know, things that we're excited about. If you don't necessarily like the things, I'm sorry, but. And for me, it's anything that like makes me smile and go, oh, this made my day a little bit better, like caring about this. <laughs> Yeah. Things that make me happy will make us happy. It's good news to us. Yes. So I think we can wrap this up. Tamara and guys, thanks for joining us another week in the flower house. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.